Hello all, this is Animesh Shukla, co-founder and CEO of Startup Story. Today, I'm very excited. We have uh, two very special guests with us. We have Ms. Kushbu Agrawal, founder of Zyla Health, and accompanying her, we have Mr. Ashwari Bhaskar, co-founder and CTO at Zyla Health. And uh, today will be a great session. We will be talking on a lot of things related to healthcare, and how technology is improving the healthcare sector, care management to a great extent. So welcome both of you. Pleasure to have you here. Thank, Thank you so much, Animesh. Pleasure is ours. Support, support. So uh, before moving forward to our discussions and main points, which I would like to you know, know a bit about your journey, you know, how you uh, transformed from you know, the corporate career to entrepreneurship and, you know, uh, in a bit about your, your history, you know, it would be great to know about it. Sure, sure. Happy to share. Uh, so I'm Kushbu Agarwal. I'm born and brought up uh, in a humble town, Ghazibar. It's near New Delhi. Was uh, always keen on entrepreneurship. My father built business from scratch with literally 20,000 rupees in his bank account. So as a kid, I always used to get interested in how he's building things, how he's doing things frugally, yet so impact, with such impact. I went to Bitspilani to do my pharmacy honors. I, uh, you know, had a terrific four years, learned a lot about, uh, again, building things. I was part of this cult group called Hindi Drama Club, where we would have scripted a dozen plays. I would have acted in 20 plus. I think that was where the maximum learning came from, uh, along with academics. Um, I then went on to do my uh, couple of years of consulting with Monitor Group, focused on healthcare a big project in Vietnam where we worked with the Ministry of Investment and Planning on uplifting certain upcoming provinces there. I did my MBA from IIM Korikor in Kerala. So thankfully, uh, I would say both my colleges were based out of villages or not so evolved uh, cities, which led us to really explore our true self. After that, I joined Deloitte for four to five years uh, for healthcare consulting again. There, I think I had the opportunity to learn about the healthcare ecosystem in depth. So I worked on evolved healthcare markets of the US mainly, where everyone is insured. And we see that insurance drives care for people as the financial incentive of insurance is aligned towards better health, lower hospitalization. So we see a highly patient-centric ecosystem emerging in developed markets, wherein the patient is kept at the center and someone is orchestrating your care end-to-end. -end. That's what I did with big insurance companies such as Aetna, Anthem, Humana, with uh, large pharma companies, we launched life-saving drugs in obesity, diabetes, cardiovascular disease. Learned both the therapy side of things and the ecosystem side of things. And thereafter, you know, uh, basis of personal incident really, where I've seen my own father's uh, health deteriorate from a chronic condition to a complication which could have been avoided. Symptoms could have been read in time. He could have been monitored in time. Uh, that's where I learned that the skills I had utilized could be well used here. And in 2017, I founded Zyla. Ishwari happens to be a core pillar here too. So very excited to be talking about that today. Superb, superb. It's a great journey, Fish uh, Brutono. And uh, uh, coming to Ashwar, you know, uh, would like to know a bit about your journey also and, you know, how you get in touch with Fish and, you know, uh, get the concept of Zyla. Sure, Animesh. Uh, so I, uh, I've been born and brought up in Delhi um, uh, when I did my computer science from Delhi University back in 2002. And it's been two decades uh, working in the technology space. Um, uh, see, initially, I started with a corporate job, 
I worked uh, in India as well as in US. And um, some of the companies uh, that I worked for is uh, Semantic, BMC Software, Spikil. Uh, so those are the companies. My domain was my, uh, initially was in storage, then in security and all those stuff. Um, then uh, back in 2017, um, uh, when one of my uh, one of my friends who was uh, who was in Fast from Delhi University at that time, uh, he was uh, doing his own startup and he was looking for somebody in the tech background. And uh, that's how we found it. That's how I I was also very interested in doing something of my own uh, and being it's being staying a very long time in the corporate, uh, uh, did a lot of stuff. Even I had a patent on uh, on anti-ransomware, um, a US-based patent on anti-ransomware. So I was uh, um, I was thinking of something of my own and then I met Mohit at that time. And uh, that's that's where I did my first startup that was Mirar.io. And it was a part of Mass Challenge Success Program in US. Um, uh, and where we build uh, technology, that's again, you know, you, you've been in a technology space, you always build a technology and that, that's where I, I actually built a, a, a platform that was, you know, uh, uh, that, uh, that was more on AI and machine learning where it can do, it can do the virtual try-ons try of the jewelry. So jewelry, you can wear it like we are talking here uh, you know, on the webcam, the, you can try the jewelry and uh, we were also doing the analytics so that uh, you can understand the user's behavior whether that person is liking the jewelry or not and accordingly you know you can uh, the shopkeepers can go ahead and uh, uh, suggest more jewelries on that platform um, uh, but then after you know um, uh, the things were uh, things were very good on the product side but things were not going uh, very good on the business side because it was pre-covid times people still love to go to the shops rather than you know uh, going ahead on the virtual space uh, so uh, I went, I came back to India and then, then I was again thinking of doing something of my own or uh, doing something else. And that's where I met Kushbu. Uh, she has already founded Lila um, and she was looking for somebody who can, you know, who can take the tech things uh, uh, on their hands. So, uh, and uh, when I met Kushbu and I talked to her, in fact, uh, something personal also happened to me back in 2016 when my mom was ill, and uh, I went to a doctor in the emergency room, and uh, he asked that you know your mom has to go on ventilator, and it was a very terrific time at that time. Thank God we were able to save her, uh, but the four days were you know believe me it was it was it was very terrific. You are sitting outside the emergency room and just thinking what happened. And when doctor was saying, coming to you and saying that, you know, these are the symptoms you should have picked up at those times. And um, and those are the knowledge actually is there in the medical domain. It's written everywhere, documented. And being an engineer, you know, and all those things, learned persons, you know, you could not pick up those symptoms. It was very, very unfortunate. And um, uh, uh, so I actually was thinking, started thinking at that time that there should be some tech, right? There should be some AI, some tech. Uh, which can solve those problems, right? Uh, and those ideas were germinated at the, uh, you know, at that time at the emergency room. But then after again, once I gave, uh, came back to my corporate life, it still remained the same. Uh, but when I met Kushbu and the things stacked up like that, I, uh, you know, those ideas came again back in my mind. And when I talked to her, she had the same things in the mind that we have to be care management, we have to create. Uh, you know, a platform where uh, we are more empathetic towards the patients. Uh, 
And uh, this is one of the things where we can help uh, patients so that they would not be ending up like in emergency rooms or uh, we can take uh, prior actions, which are available already in the knowledge of, you know, uh, of the humanity. Um, so solving those problems really excited me again. And that's how, you know, I joined Zyla and it's being a terrific journey after that. You know. Pleasure, pleasure listening to your experience. And of course, in India, and most importantly, I think, you know, these cases are very much and existing, uh, you know, healthcare sector is not very alert in terms of, uh, you know, taking care of patient and, you know, having a patient-centric environment. So I definitely think it's a great, great thing. Now, would like to know more about, you know, uh, the vision of Sila and you know it's it definitely it's very uh, you know kind of promising and uh, you know you gave uh, just of it but would like to know in more detail that how the conceptualization of Sila started. Sure. So, Animesh, um, India is known to be the chronic disease capital of the world, right? Uh, what we are doing is a necessity. It's not even an option. We have two fifty million people living with certain chronic condition or what we call a long-term condition. We have about 70 million people living with diabetes, another 50 million who are pre-diabetic or undiagnosed. We have more than 50 million people living with a heart disease. Um, you know, more than 5 million of them lose their life every year because of an untimely heart attack, heart failure. A lot of it we are also reading in the news these days, right? What really happens in Asian medical science is that there are a lot of biomarkers, there are a lot of symptoms um, and early signs you can catch, you can treat, you can keep the person's health at bay and you can ensure that they have a good quality of life. Unfortunately, that layer of care is sort of missing in India. What we see is that the entire ecosystem is driven volume of care, right? Towards selling a lot of transactional healthcare services, right? So this ecosystem of healthcare in India, if you're a patient and you walk into a healthcare facility is driven by a very out of pocket, you know, you have to pay uh, out of pocket to a hospital, a doctor, a pharmacy, a lab test company, which means it is no one's problem how much volume of healthcare is provided to you and whether you're getting better uh, with those services and products you are getting, right? So what we are trying to do here is create an ecosystem, uh, a layer of care, which holds the person's hand from the start, understands their health data, their symptoms, their signs, continuously works on improving them, controlling their health so that we can prevent the next hospitalization or complication. For that, uh, you know, we have ensured that our entire mission statement, the KPI of every team member of Xyla is ingrained towards health outcomes of people. Whatever we do, and whatever shape we do, we have to work on improving healthcare outcomes of the person every day. Of course, when we started out, it's a massive problem to solve. It's a very complex ecosystem. We had to ensure that we are able to touch lives of people in a way that we continuously stay in touch with them, understand what they're going through and intervene. So the Australian team have created has done magic, right? We've created a conversational tech uh, the Xyla platform, the app itself is conversational in nature, as easy as WhatsApp. It's smart enough to understand automatically a lot of things through IT enablement. It can understand conversations put in by the user smartly and 
put new data in a longitudinal history format and then suggest interventions on not just medical, but also what nutrition, exercise, mental health interventions you need to improve your health continuously. As a result, we've been able to showcase tremendous uh, you know, health outcomes in terms of improving people's HbA1c, which is a diabetes biomarker to their good cholesterol or blood pressure, which are heart biomarkers, to improving their weight and quality of life. We started out on this journey as a direct-to-customer play, what we call a B2C play. We onboarded users for programs of diabetes, heart disease, women's health issues, pregnancy. Saw that people were really engaging, spending, spending seven plus minutes daily. People were talking to us. People were improving their health. We saw that 70% people were persisting quarter on quarter, paying out of pocket back in the day, right? When we saw this success and we published our outcomes, we got a whole lot of inbound from different ecosystem partners to do it at scale for them. And these ecosystem partners are payers. These are people who pay for health insurance of the person, be it a private insurance company uh, like Aditya Birla Health Insurance or Digit we work with, or a large corporate like Reserve Bank of India, IOCL, DEFSIS, and other corporates who we work with, who ensure that since they are paying for hospitalization tomorrow, if they can prevent their hospitalization and keep the person healthy, invest in it today, they actually gain financially as well as, you know, are able to provide a great experience to their customers or employees. So that vision seems to be materializing today because we are able to do this at scale in a way that the ecosystem is coming together, right? Zyla as a provider is able to deeply integrate with a pair to provide this in a way that the cost for the ecosystem reduces. At the same time, we save lives. We save the next heart attack. We save the next kidney failure or the next hospitalization. And that is the mission statement of Zyla. Awesome, awesome. It's, it's really great to be having a great team working on this idea and big uh, congrats from our side to both of you. Moving on to the next question, uh, a lot of startups are coming in the healthcare sector, right? And the number is keep uh, growing either whatever, whatever sector we are catering to. So I would like to know how is Zyla different and what is what are we doing so Right. So Animesh, our philosophy is what differentiates us, honestly. And the philosophy gives birth to the product, uh, you know, the user experience and everything. The philosophy is that we have to improve the health of the individual, right? Uh, rather than just selling healthcare, right? So if you see the healthcare ecosystem in India, uh, it's it's not a new ecosystem, right? If you see if you see the the timeline till 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 two thousands, there was a lot of physical infrastructure which was developing. We saw a lot of hospital chains come about. We saw a lot of pharmacy chains being launched. A lot of diagnostic chains uh, being launched as well. Since two thousand, you know, for the for the next twenty years, we saw a lot of things adapting digitally online. So consultations moved online. Lab tests came home. Uh, medicine delivery started coming home. Since twenty twenty. Uh, the shift is now happening, which we are very happy to sort of pioneer and front end, which is around what does this user need and what should be their care journey? How can we give them the best possible experience? And that is the philosophy Zyla is based upon. We are not trying to sell to the user endlessly, right? We are trying to understand what this user's health data is telling us, digest their data in the most simple manner and understand what interventions will improve the person's health tomorrow. So the entire evolution of the product that you will see is around how I collect data of the user in a very, very clean format, how I medically codify it. And we use 
internationally recognized medical coding so that tomorrow I can talk to all ecosystem partners, right? Because Ashwari's data that Zyla is recording should not just be in Zyla language. It should be in a globally acceptable language. The interventions we built out across a four pillar structure of nutrition, exercise, medicine, and meditation is all built in-house at Zyla through our experts. And it's clinically driven. Rather than just saying that, hey, be on a diet, we are suggesting you a nutrition plan which is completely customized on your 300 plus parameters from your medical history to what sort of food you like, vegetarian, non-vegetarian, you like Bengali food or Bihari food, whether you work in a morning shift or an afternoon or a night shift, whether you like mushrooms or not. It is that level of ingraining because we want to clinically improve your health. And then holding your hand throughout rather than saying, hey, we give you this and now it's your problem. We actually say that we will hold your hand 24-7. So the conversational platform of Xyla and the Xyla app comes to life as a 24-7 chat engine. So be it 3 a.m., 3 p.m., Diwali or Holi, Xyla is proactively following up with you to ensure you're making progress. And you can ask any query in any language at any time, and Xyla is there to respond within microseconds. We've also on Image created an escalation system for this 24-7 chat support, wherein our chatbot does the first level management on top of which there's a human care team working in rosters round the clock to handle clinical escalations, medical escalations with an insight from the system. So our medical AI technology that Ishwari has given birth to and he can talk more about Athena is the power behind all of this great system. Because of this escalation system from chatbot to human, what we see is that a human care manager uh, is a term we give to this team at Xyla can handle 4,000 patients at scale compared to a health coach model where you just put a health coach in responsible for a diet for a person and they can handle about 50 to 100 patients at max and that too not in a very data driven way. So in image the magic happens when you are with Xyla and in the evening I fall, you know, Xyla follows up with you saying Animesh, you complained of headache and this was the intervention suggested. How are you doing now? Is this something I can do for you? And that magic actually has enabled not through just the human team at Zala, but through his empathetic algorithm. So I would say uh, this is the gist of what we do. Of course, a lot of layers of it and the tech Ashwari can talk about. Awesome, awesome. Without without any delay, uh, you know, Ashwari, I'm just hopping on to you and would like to know more about your uh, artificial intelligence based on algorithm and how it's actually uh, changing lives of people. Uh, sure. Uh, so some of the things Kushbu uh, has already mentioned uh, uh, about the personalization engines and other things uh, that we have built. Uh, so uh, um, I mean, um, so it started with the idea of you know uh, germinated with the idea when you know I was outside the emergency room and we were talking. Think uh, when I was thinking about how to you know create a symptom analyzer or symptoms kinds of things, and then. Uh, when I met Kushbu and I, you know, I went ahead and I went uh, through a different uh, uh, patient life. There are a lot of patients those who are coming on our platform, and I found that uh, what are the problems that can that uh, that are there, and then we started creating those, uh, you know, uh, those algorithms uh, which actually uh, uh, which actually can think about. You can uh, you can say that you know I have coded around. 50,000 medical protocols uh, in the database. So now, uh, you know, you can have a, a, a multi-dimensional graph points that has been built. So let's say, you know, I have one point that I have diabetes. Okay, this is one point. Now diabetes is going, let's say, you know, at 7.5 now, that, that is a HPLNC. 
now uh, today in my you know uh, fasting it was 325 i'm just you know throwing up some readings and then i have taken these kinds of medicines uh, these are the salts of those medicines so all those things have been coded inside there and those are all the multi dimensional graph points that have been meeting up every time so whenever the patient reports something all those multi dimensional graphs match up and then it creates an analysis of that patient and it gives a proper output to the caregiver so so think about it uh, whenever you are talking uh, with our algorithm uh, so initially you know 85% of the cases uh, generally has been taken care of by uh, the ai engine or uh, algorithm which is directly replying to you uh, sometimes you know even if you say greetings and all that's been directly replied and some of the things uh, uh, like how many uh, you know glasses of water that you should drink because of all the things that's happening so somebody has somebody can have the kidney problem somebody does not have the kidney problems accordingly the glasses of the water that you should do these are the simple questions that should be handled by the tech rather than you know the humans are handling it so those are the things uh, uh, the algorithms are already being coded now you you know those are the points that already been met and the algorithms gives you a 99% accuracy that these are the things that should be given so you reply it accordingly and whenever you know the algorithms gives an analysis of something uh, and it gives you a caregiver about let's say the case got complicated after you know i have taken these days this is uh, this is something uh, this happening now i am having uh, a you know a panic attack or something like this happening so those are the things that can directly be related to a human caregiver now a caregiver already have an analysis of the data uh, from their old data already caregiver has already the analysis of that data now caregiver can actually understand the data very fast and reply it to that person so think about it you know uh, you went to a doctor um, i'm just giving an example so that you can understand this so think about you went to a doctor doctor given you a prescription about whatever uh, according to the test and all those things he has given you a prescription now after after 15 days you again uh, revisited the same doctor so doctor uh, doc, it's a uh, the problem is doctor is still a human being he has to revisit all your history and then he is going to readvise you so you know if uh, what happens is that um, uh, what do so whatever the history he is revisiting if some some analysis some analytic and ai engine can do that analytics for it and give the doctor a pretty good analysis of you know this was the old history this is presently history this might be the things that's happening so doctor get a gist of what is the patient uh, what about that patient immediately so he can start treating that patient immediately rather than revisiting the same you know history again and again and again and again so that saves the time of the doctor and that's what the save save the time of the caregiver when the caregiver is giving uh, you know uh, 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 any any advice or any things to the patients and accordingly you know we have those algorithms where you know it escalates to a human caregiver then human caregiver of course can escalate to a doctor we also have doctors in our or our, our platform who can talk to it but the algorithms how that evolves is that first the ai engine does the work then ai engine gives a, a snapshot of what the patient's history from this complete analysis of what needs to be taken care of um, because the ai engine cannot be a 
MBBS or MD doctor, they are not being prescribed to give anything, but at least it can give you the analysis and then, you know, uh, the caregiver can talk and accordingly doctor. So it saves the time of going ahead. I give you analysis on this, analogy on this, uh, that, uh, you know, last year uh, when, the, when the COVID was uh, in, in, in a very high shape and, you know, uh, every had the, there was a big pressure on all the health system. We also got that pressure and um, fortunately, at that time, uh, this algorithm which we talk, we say it as an Athena. The, uh, uh, so that Athena was already in the beta. And uh, Khushbu and uh, all the people has actually, you know, asked me uh, to put this Athena in beta, whatever we have, put it into production. And we did that. And you won't believe at that time when we are having a pressure over scaled, the things scaled so fast that we were able to, you know, uh, uh, take the pressure from 25,000 or 250,000 very easily with the same medical staff. So that's what, uh, that's what the engine is doing for you because it saves the time. It saves the time of the humans. It's, it's already replying. It's most of the things it's, it's getting taken care of by the AI and, you know, few things are getting escalated, which is actually needs to be escalated. So that's where actually the beauty of uh, this uh, engine lies. Awesome, awesome, awesome. It's, it's a really great thing, uh, you know, in which uh, you just explain how uh, it has taken, it's drastically taken the amount of patients to a very high number and the, with the same amount of staff, uh, the technology is being able to manage it. So it's really great. Uh, now I'm, I'm a bit curious to know, Kushbu, uh, that uh, Healthcare system of our country is, is I would say, a lot uh, disrupted in comparison to a lot of developed countries, right? So, uh, can you give your thoughts on how uh, this particular care management could actually ease out things, particularly in India, and we can be at the level of how developed countries are working? Right. Thanks, Animesh. Animesh, I would say... Uh... There are a lot of pros of the healthcare ecosystems in the West. Uh, however, there are a lot of pros of the healthcare ecosystems in India too, uh, right? In India, you can get a phlebotomist at home to get your lab test done. In the West, you cannot do that. In India, you can walk to a gastroenterologist or neurosurgeon the same day in a leading hospital. In the West, you would have to wait months to get that appointment. Uh, so, so some things, you know, uh, in India are very, very approachable and possible. However, the problems with the ecosystem mainly lie around what is the outcome of any healthcare product or service that a person is consuming. Uh, the healthcare outcomes are not monitored. There are no bills as such because uh, things are paid out of pocket, right? So because I pay for a, a visit or a transaction on my own, it's no one's financial incentive to track it and to ensure that there was value delivered out of it. So I would say that why we need a Zyla-like system in India is for, for that very purpose that we are able to, you know, create an health layer where if a patient walks in, we actually deliver value for anything that they consume, right? And that's a reason why we have integrated with insurance and employers very deeply now, because we know that we have to show value to them. So our very promise of we will improve health of people is something which is an output that we have to deliver to our clients. And that makes it a very sustainable sort of a partnership, right? So I would say 
combining the goodness of India with respect to availability of services on your fingertips and not just in tier one anymore, even in tier two and tier three. I have relatives living in tier four cities, uh, ordering medicines online and uh, availing digital health now. If we combine that goodness with an accountable ecosystem where a layer of care is ensuring that people are not misappropriated, that they get what they deserve and their health is improving and it's integrated well into the ecosystem with the right partners so that the continuity of care is maintained. That's what we are trying to crack basically with that. Right. Got it. Got it. This is this is, this is a really great point that you know, over the system have their own pros and cons, but seeing the uh, the resources that are present here, uh, Zyla's work is great. Now, uh, you know, a very, very important point is coming and I would like to ask this to Aishwarya that uh, uh, when we talk about machine learning, we talk about artificial intelligence, we are talking about data and the science behind the data, right? We are working on data sciences. Uh, when we are talking about huge chunks of data, then the word, you know, data breaches also comes into the play. And uh, as of now, the, the web is like very toxic and you know, data has been traded all around the world. How are you being a tech-based company, tech-based health management company, uh, securing the patient's data that is coming to you? Uh, sure. I think that's a very good question to ask. Uh, uh, so, um, so uh, as from my background, you can see that, you know, I am coming from a security background as well with the field. Um, and then I also headed a pharmacovigilance uh, uh, a company in November, especially of a US-based company in India, uh, those who were providing the services to FDA. Uh, so um, so, so for, th for that, you know, uh, the data privacy should be, at, uh, sh should be your, at your heart. And that's where we started. Uh, I mean, when we were, uh, we were very, in, uh, you know, in the very initial phase also, the data privacy is something uh, that we taken it very seriously. We were being uh, partnered uh, by some of the, you know, some of the uh, uh, big cloud partners also, uh, who are, uh, whom algorithms that we are using it for the data privacy. Um, um, uh, so, so, but we have, uh, we are also ISO 27001 and GDPR and HIPAA compliant. Uh, uh, so uh, we take everything uh, to our heart and uh, um, and data privacy is something uh, uh, where you know data is at rest or data is at motion everything is encrypted and uh, uh, and we also got uh, the audits done so you know uh, data privacy is something where Zyla is 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 doing a great job right okay perfect as as the data is secure, you know customers can do trust uh, your brand and the factor definitely. Yeah, increases. I mean, so so think about it. I mean, if you talk about something, you know, and the history of the data privacy. I mean, uh, so think, uh, you know, when the internet came uh, back in two thousand. Uh, so at that time, the uh, people used to give their data pretty easily. I mean, they you know there was no awareness of data. And uh, uh, the data privacy was uh, is something that nobody can think about it. Uh, everybody right. used to give the data, and that's how the companies, some of the bigger big giants, has come up uh, to the world uh, control all the data. But uh, but in recent times, right? In the recent times, uh, 
people started uh, there are a lot of awareness and even if if there is some policy changes like even you know sometimes i i remember a year back there are some policy changes on whatsapp there was a lot of hue and cry on those things right so you know the data privacy these days is everybody understands that every uh, that you know something uh, how you can manipulate the users from the data and other things so it's it should be a dna of your company and that's that's where we have built this company uh, uh, been, uh, i mean um, i remember uh, when i uh, i just started with kushbhai was talking and she said you know data data privacy is the dna of our company and uh, we will uh, we will do whatever we, the best we do so uh, even those times when we were bootstrap we were using you know aws and other things uh, as a partner so that our data privacy stands as secure as somewhere in the us companies of which are kepa compliant and that's how uh, we were pretty easy we were easily we were able to get the gdpr and hipaa compliant you know uh, you go ahead and uh, talk in india none of the startups would be having hipaa compliant you know it's uh, something 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 really have to you know you have to have spend a lot of money to get to that thing sir but if you are building your algorithms from starting from scratch whenever you are doing it first day you are actually thinking about data privacy and all those compliance and it's because that i had my history of you know building those systems which were in the same same thing so it remained like that and that's why it was it was very easy for zyla to get into those compliance and give out and i mean that's also the reason why you know bigger giants uh, we work with companies uh, large financial insurance institutions and they have crazy security audits that's the reason we were able to crack those partnerships and persist on them i right. think this is something which is hygiene and has to be taken care of uh, the, the there's no i'm glad we were able to find ishwari who's he's already so deep into security aspects and we were able to build upon this great 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 Uh, coming to you, you know we have understand a lot of technical points and analytical points of Zyla. Uh, I would just like you to explain if 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 I am patient and I would like to use your service, what are the steps that you know I have to follow in order to get connected and you know in, get in touch with your services? Sure. So uh, great, great you ask. Um, so today, Animesh, uh, two of the top 5 health insurance companies offer zyla to the users and users can avail it directly as part of their policy many of the users can avail it um, also multiple employers we launched our corporate practice only last year today we are sitting on 100 large corporates who offer zyla as part of their employee wellness where we understand the risk cohort of the employee and do very very personalized care journeys based as what needs to improve in their health if you're not part of their insurance or corporate setup that offers zyla there are 2000 clinics in the country where doctors prescribe zyla on the prescription as a patient is walking out as part of a large pharma partnerships where we support uh, patients uh, with their disease management and if that doctor is not in your network you can download zyla today it takes a second to download create your profile go through an initial assessment we'll give you your personalized goals and we'll give you few interventions right away at no cost and uh, for a, for a few weeks you can actually chat with zyla ask questions that are bothering you follow your plan see if it helps you and if you have any follow on questions to that 
Thereafter, you can pay a small fee for the next three months for a care management program as a direct user and avail the benefits of Zyla. So this is just a starting point, Animesh. Uh, I would say we're integrating across insurers, employers, doctors, hospitals. We are also available direct uh, to the user, but in the future, in, in, in the near future, we want to be the de facto care layer which exists across the ecosystem and you will get it as part of different benefits that are available to you. Got it. Got it. Very much clear. Uh, coming coming to the end, you know, uh, I'm now I'm very much interested to know where do you see Zyla in the next uh, three to five years? Right. Animesh, the purpose is very simple. We want Zyla to be sitting in every family, every household of India as a de facto health manager, right? So imagine 10 years ago, no one had imagined that we would have Airtel in every home and a you know, phone connection and internet and Netflix in every home. It's become hygiene now. It's become your default connections. It's only surprising that there is no default healthcare connection that every family has. And Xyla will be the de facto healthcare connection. Now you may get it through your insurance policy or as I said, through your employer or when you're getting discharged from a hospital or you're walking out of your doctor's clinic, uh, you may get it as part of uh, advice on your lab report that you've just done. But Xyla will be available to you at every step. And we are integrating Xyla so deeply through APIs across the ecosystem that if you do a lab test or you order a medicine or you go to a hospital or you go to a doctor or you buy a policy or you're employed with a certain company, Xyla is able to capture their data seamlessly to create a longitudinal profile and hold your hand through that journey. So it has to be that default healthcare connection that every family has an image. My purpose personally in life is to delay that next heart attack. Uh, when, you know, when, we, when we go to the US and UK and you think of talk about old age, people say 90 years. When we talk about old age in India, we think 60, 65 max. That has to change. We want the longevity of life with quality of life that we deserve. And we want to ensure that Indians get that quality and that handholding that, that they deserve. So over the next three to five years, Zyla would be a household name. Everyone will think of healthcare. They'll think of Zyla. We would have continue to have a terrific team as we have today uh, with a lot of homegrown leaders, people who were with me on this mission four years back, including Eshwari, continue to be on this mission. They would have grown as leaders and CXOs in the company. We would see a lot of people living longer lives, happier lives. We would see caregivers and relatives and family members of people sleeping more peacefully because they're not worried that something may happen to mom, dad, or or their spouse. So that's right. the India I imagine with Zaila. Right, perfect, perfect. It's such a great goal, and you know, in Starter Story Spotlight, we do interact with a lot of founders coming from a you know, variety range of uh, different sectors. But uh, personally, purpose-driven startups are unbeatable. You know, once we are, when the every set of person is backed by a purpose, it's it's. Uh, totally a totally a you know magic to see so you know it's it's a pleasure to have both of you here and it's it's really great and uh, our most heartiest wishes are there for Zala to be successful and hopefully be in partnership with startup story and uh, would just uh, would like to have a closing statement for you as of how people should take care of their daily life and how people's routine are getting distorted using mobiles and laptops and you just advice for all our audience sitting uh, in which you know they can they can just uh, take this advice home and you know use it in their daily life right animesh i would say 
time is very valuable and we're all running against uh, crazy speed, especially in metro cities. That will be your audience, I think, on Startup Story. I would say very important to compartmentalize your day into work, family, and your personal self, right? You have to give time to your body, your mind. You have to give time to your work, for sure. You have to give time to your family and none can be compromised. When you give time to all three, you succeed. You listen to your body well, you listen to symptoms, you're on top of it. When you listen to your family, you're happy and not in guilt and your family is happy and you're in a very healthy environment. When you do well in your work, you work towards a mission and purpose that you know is for the larger good. Uh, so I think compartmentalizing all three and not missing out on any uh, is the key to success. And I would really urge people to not ignore their mind or their body. Very important to give it time. Very important to listen to symptoms. Very important to take those breaks in the day or every quarter to allow your mind and body to heal. Because we're running at such pace that we don't have time to heal the body and the mind. And if we don't give it time, then we can't do something exceptional. We may get into the rut uh, and not do exceptional things for the world. So that would be my small token of advice. Awesome, awesome. Definitely, I think it would help our audience. And with that being said, thank you very much, Kushbu and Ashwar. It was a pleasure having great discussions with you. And uh, thank you to our audience for being with us at Startup Story Spotlight. We will be soon coming up with more exciting founders like this and giving you deeper insights at the startup ecosystem. Thank you very much. Thank you, Animesh. I would like to congratulate your venture for taking these stories out to the world and it will inspire many entrepreneurs in the future to bring about a difference. Thanks to you and your team.